You're listening to Bill Bonner's podcast, an audio companion to Bill Bonner's diary, which has been published in one form or another since 1998. Our goal is to follow the money and connect the dots. How do the financial markets work? What makes an economy grow? Are markets going up or down? How do people become more prosperous? We read the news, we connect the dots, sometimes right, sometimes wrong, and always in doubt. Keep listening. Hello, this is Bill Bonner. There may only be a remnant of fiscal conservatives left in Congress, but those few still there must have felt a sharp blade in their backs on Tuesday. The budget deal just agreed by Pelosi and Trump was such an abject surrender, such a cowardly rejection of their conservative principles. They must have wondered, why did Republicans agree to such a thing? Republicans themselves didn't seem to know. It's a compromise, said David Perdue, Republican of Georgia. No comment, said Mitt Romney, a Republican of Utah. It was never the party of Paul Ryan, confirmed Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House. And today it's the party of Donald J. Trump, who found just the right words to describe the deal. This was a real compromise in order to give another big victory to our great military and vets, he said. Now, the Pentagon may have had some setbacks in Korea, Vietnam, Iraq, and Afghanistan, but it sweeps the field every time in its most important fight, the battle for money. Yes, dear reader, as expected, the White House and Congress struck a budget deal, proving that nothing will be allowed to get in the way of inflation. Not sequesters, not debt ceilings, not caution, prudence, nor good judgment. The deal keeps the cash flowing to the military and to domestic boondoggles, too. Federal spending this fiscal year will exceed last year by $420 billion. That is, spending is increasing at a 10% rate, which is three to four times more than GDP. And it leaves the deficit at about 5% of GDP higher than Italy or even Argentina. And it also puts the U.S. on course for $40 trillion of government debt by the end of the next decade, with 10% deficits. That's what will happen when the next recession finally comes. Deficits and debt will explode even faster than they are now. Well, why did Republicans agree to such a thing? Stephen Moore at The Hill has his answer, and we have ours. Here's Moore first. First, because once again, they have agreed to give Democrats virtually dollar for dollar what they want for social programs in order to corral Democratic votes for more military expenditures. That's a bad compromise, and taxpayers are the losers. Second, my hunch is that despite the sanctimonious rhetoric about balanced budgets, Republicans in Congress do not actually want to cut spending any more than Democrats do, so they don't put up a fight. Well, our answer is inflate or die. Politicians don't want to cut spending because they've learned that politically deficits don't really matter. Neither Republicans nor Democrats, neither Congress nor the White House are worried about them. Consumer price inflation is low. Asset price inflation, they believe, is beautiful. And the public is no more concerned about the financial health of the nation than the politicians. Besides... They've all got a new theory, MMT, that tells them they can spend as much as they want as long as consumer prices aren't rising too much. 
More important, the country needs more fake money, more fake interest rates, and more fake growth. Either you keep the money and credit flowing, or the bubble implodes. Washington wants to spend more. Investors want to see Dow 30,000 within months. And the public, always the last to understand what is going on, denies the evidence of its own eyes and ears and believes this is the greatest economy ever. All that matters now is keeping it going, the spending and the fake boom. But Mr. Moore is right. The military and its crony contractors get more money. More about that tomorrow. Students get to waste more time at school at the public's expense. And millions of people all over the country are happy to catch a little extra benefit from one or another of the Fed's swinish programs. But the taxpayers are the big losers. More to come. Subscribe on iTunes and never miss an episode. For more information on Bill Bonner's diary, visit bonnerandpartners.com.